Thank you for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. We're excited to start a brand new series today called Family Vacation. Today's sermon is entitled, Driving Your Family Crazy. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. The wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure and full of quiet, quiet gentleness. Now, how many of you have ever prayed, God, will you just please, please, God, for the love of God, will you let them stop making noise? Will you just let them go to sleep? <laughs> There's been times I've prayed that prayer, God, just let them go to sleep. I let them bad happen, just let them go to sleep. I can't take it. I just need to stop. <laughs> I need some peace and quiet in my life. Peace and quiet. Then there is peace loving. I love it. And it, listen, listen, and it allows discussion, and it is willing to yield to others. And it's full of mercy and good deeds. See, I want you guys to know that today, when you apply some of these things to your life, and you don't go and dive into this negativity like we oftentimes want to do, and we just show compassion and love, and we're going to give you some steps here in just a moment, but we show these things, and we, and we look at the positive at it. Hey, you know, I got, and you know they're annoying me. They can talk. They're annoying me. They're getting on my nerves, but they, they can tell me what's wrong. One of the hardest things for me as a new dad when, when Lily was little was the fact that she was crying, and I didn't know how I could help her. We tried everything. We changed her diaper. We gave her milk. We burped her. We've done all that we knew that we could do, and she still was crying. And so for a new dad, I mean, I was like, oh, man, this, this is terrible. This, this hurt me because, you know, I didn't want her to be crying, and, 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 not, you know, and I couldn't know what was wrong with her. So when she was able to talk, I was like, thank you, God. Now she can tell me what's wrong with her. Now she won't stop talking. <laughs> if you don't know how to drive your family crazy, <laughs> you might know how to drive the family crazy. Ah, me too. I'm going to give you some steps on how to stop driving your family a little bit crazy. Maybe you're going to be stuck in that car going to Florida for nine hours. I'm going to try to give you some tips on how not to be driven crazy. Number one, don't compare your integrity. Don't compromise your integrity. Don't compromise your integrity. Yeah, anybody know what integrity means, the word integrity? My integrity is big to me. If you don't know what the word integrity is, I need you to look it up. It's great. But the word integrity means that you're the same person inside and out. You are who you say you are, even when nobody else is looking. For me, I'm the same person here as I am at home. I'm the same person at home as I am at work. At work, I'm anywhere I go, I am who I am. I'm the same goofy person. And Tasha will tell you, I have a light switch. I know when to be serious. I know when to, you know, hey, let's back things up. You know, if I'm going into a patient's room, obviously I can't go, ah! I can't be going, I can't be going, hitting all the buttons on the thing. You know, there's times where, you know, we got to flip the switch and we got to say, hey, let me back out this leg, let me be professional. And so, and then sometimes, sometimes, y'all, I just got to be completely honest. Y'all want, to be, you want the pastor to be honest with y'all? There's been times we walked into people's rooms and I had to be goofy. Hey, and I always tell, and usually I tell them a different name. If I get in there first, I can tell them a different name. But the other day, I'm like, listen, when we go in here, I want y'all to do me a favor. And they're just like, what? I'm like, listen, they ask her's name. Tell me, you got Fred, Wilman, and Dino. 
And she's like, well, which one are you? I said, I don't care. Just pick. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, but don't, don't compromise your integrity. Sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes you really, truly want to strangle those people that have done you wrong. There's surely times where I've wanted to really just strangle my kids because they're driving me nuts. We're on the vacation. They're wanting to stop every 10 to 15 minutes because they like what they see. I think they really like to hear the toilet flush, to be honest with you guys. And that there's been times where we've been going down the road where she's like, tree, 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 tree. Or they're playing the game and it's loud and we're wanting some peace and quiet. I mean, I, this is just the reality. This is Michael's life. This is me just telling you like it is. There's been times where there's been times where I've really, really, truly wanted to compromise my integrity. I'm just going to be evil. I'm going to be mean to these people. But the wise, the, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. The wisdom that we can take. The wisdom that we can have by standing up with our integrity and standing strong and saying, hey, I'm not going to go down this avenue. I, of course, I don't want to strangle my kids. There's been times I really wanted to. <laughs> but we've got to stand firm in our integrity. When we have people trying around us, trying to break us down and beat us down, it's not the time for let the enemy to come in and say, hey, ain't nobody looking. Go over there and just flatten their tire. <laughs> Key their car. It's not the time. We have to keep our integrity intact. I like what Proverbs 2 and 7 says. It says, God grants a treasure of good sense to the godly. He is their shield, protects those who walk with integrity. And that's good. I'm glad to know that God's walking with me. And he holds me up and he supports me. And he has that, that shield around me to when people come at me. And, and the enemy's like at me. And he's like, hey, man, you need to do that. Ain't nobody looking. Take him out. <laughs> take him out. Just take it. You know, let him go. And the enemy, I mean, and God's there to wrap his arms around me and to love me and to say, hey, you got this. Sometimes our families are just really hard to to. Be different. <laughs> does that, does that make, make sense? Sometimes they're the ones that we're around the most. There's the ones that they see the worst in us. The ones that are married, you know, when they say for sickness and health, for good and worse, then when you make those vows, how many times did you really realize that you were going to see the true, e not evil, <laughs> the true side of the person that you were with that nobody else may never see? Nobody told me that, that when I got married that, hey, there's going to be days that you're really not going to like your spouse. There's really going to be days that you're going to fight with one another. There's going to be days that you're going to have these arguments and you're going to go to bed and, and sleep and, or sleep on the couch. Or there, nobody told me that it was going to be easy. I wish it was a playbook. <laughs> what? Yeah, nobody told me it would be hard. But our marriages and our relationships, we have to keep our integrity. We get to see the worst in our spouses. We, but it's up to us, and, 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 and the, it's a good spouse and a good partner. It's up to us to back our spouse and our, our, and our support for them in their bad days. It's up to Tasha to make sure I don't kill nobody. <laughs> when they cut me off in traffic and I'm ready to raise them down, I'm ready to get out, I'm ready to, ooh. Y'all know me in traffic, it's not good. But don't. But when people around you, but your family, sometimes it can be hard for us not to really want to show that anger 
and that compassion towards it. It's harder for us to do that because they, they know what you've done. They got the inside scoop. Sometimes we just got to say, hey, that's in the past. I'm a new me, and I'm, I'm trying to serve God. And I'm going to tell you, you know, one of the hardest things you can do, and why we constantly tell you guys, uh, you know, when, if you make that new commitment to let us know, because we're going to send you 10 steps. It's going to help you stay committed to your faith because the enemy's going to tell you that what you said didn't matter. Because the enemy's always going to remind you of your past, what you've always done. Hey, you were this way. You were like this. You did this. You did that. There's no way you can serve God. But I'm going to tell you, when you say, hey, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me of my sins. At that moment, you're washed clean as snow. You're, you're, just, you're, you're in the kingdom of God. All is forgotten. It says he he's spreads it out as far as the east is from the west. It's pretty far. Number two, if you're taking notes, don't stir the pot. Don't. Stir the pot. Anybody know any stirs? Anybody? Anybody? None of you? Oh, my goodness. The last worders. <laughs> As Tasha put it, last worders. And so and so Tasha's the last worder, I'm going to tell you all. And she, she tries to get that last word in, but I had to slide in there tell her my last words. But <laughs> but, the stir, but the pot stirs. Y'all listen, y'all listen, listen. People that stir the pots are those people that they're trying to, most of the time they're trying to get a reaction. They're trying to stir up something to constantly keep drama going on. Y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, one thing I hate more than anything is drama. I hate it. I can't stand it. My goal is to keep as much drama out of this church as we can. Now, it's an impossible thing not to have drama. There's going to be some drama, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to get involved. If I hear about it, we're going to put a stop to it. Thank God we don't have drama that I know of. Watching (laughs) y'all. Don't stir the pots. I told y'all about the filing cabinet that sometimes you ladies, when y'all, I'm picking on ladies for a moment. Y'all got a women's conference coming up. So. <laughs> but the filing cabinet, when we get mad at somebody, especially Tasha, when she's mad at me, she opens up that filing cabinet of all these conversations that I don't even remember having. And she'd be like, you said this on March 14th at 8 a.m. in 32 seconds, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> I didn't know what happened yesterday. Now you're bringing up something from 15 years ago. I don't know what you're talking about. Stop it. Stop it. But we want to do that. We want to stir the pots. We want to stir it up. And it's just trying to make the point. Sometimes we just want to stir up stuff just to be stirring it up. Just to get it again, get a reaction from people. But wisdom, wisdom is peace loving. Peace loving. We have to love one another. Because it's in Proverbs 20 and 3, it says, Any fool can start an argument. The wise thing is to stay out of them. <laughs> Anybody can start that argument. And I'm going to tell you, in 2021, it's so, so, so easy for us to start arguments and be brave and be stand firm when we're cowered in behind a computer screen. Me and Lily were having a conversation the other day, and she said she was talking about something. I said, Lily, I said, we live in a generation where people want to smart off and, and, and do all this stuff behind a computer screen, act big and bad. See, back in when I was growing up, you, we didn't have computer screens. We didn't like something. We had to stand up for it. We had to have a voice and, and, and be brave enough to stand up and say, hey, this is what's going on, and we're going to fight for it. 2021, that's not the case. You have somebody sitting in their mama's basement, don't know what they're talking about, and think they're all big and bad, but they ain't brave enough to stand up for it. We look good behind a computer screen, 
Some of the problems we have in this world is because we have people that are sitting behind computer screens trying to make decisions but don't have no world concept of what's going on. We got to pray. It's easy to start those arguments. Got to pray for those people. Got to pray for our government leaders, whether we like them or not. We got to pray for them. Sometimes they try to stir the pot up. Stir it. Let's see what kind of reaction we can get this week from our, our, our community. Let's just see what happens. Let's do this this month. And let's do that. And let's just try to see what the reaction is going to be. It's easy. The fool can start the argument. But the wise thing to do is to stay out of it. Stay back. Now, the flip to that is, is if it goes against our religion, and what we're preaching about. Now, I'm going to give you all an example. So a friend of mine, he called me up. He said, hey, man, I'm filming a movie. I need your help. Can you help me? I'm down. So I went out, helping him film some movie, this movie. And the scene that we had was at a courthouse. I don't know if you guys have heard me tell you this story or not before, but we were filming this. Uh, uh, it, basically, it was the Bible on trial. And so we had a big, large group of people at this courthouse and we're standing out there, and, and, we're, and we're chanting this saying that's saying, God's not real, the Bible's unreliable. And it's because it's part of the movie. It's part of the scene. I mean, it's loud. And we're like, I mean, it's, it's going down. And people were coming by. We're getting dirty looks. We didn't have nothing out there said we were filming, which is probably bad on our part. At the, by the end of the day, at the end of the day, we had to have police there to make sure nobody would like do any harm to us it got it got crazy down there we had this pastor approach us and he said that hey my congregation come by and they heard what you guys were doing so I come down here me and him and this other guy he said we come down here we was about to start a fight <laughs> I said well don't fight us so we're filming a movie we're talking about what was going on but I want to tell you guys what was ironic to that story is is people that didn't agree with what they were saying. Obviously, we believe that the Bible's real and God is reliable. And, and, but the problem that I had with that whole situation is people riding by hearing this, and they called the local pastor up and said, hey, you need to go down here and take care of this instead of standing up and being, fight, and being in battle and fight with them. And so I'm going to tell you, encourage you guys, hey, I'm only one person. I can only do so much. Yeah, if you see this, you hear this going on in Pilot Mountain, North Carolina, they start doing that downtown Pilot, y'all call me up. But I'm going to go down there, I'm going to be in the trenches with you. Don't try to send me down there by myself because I can, I'm only one person. I can only do so much. I'll go down there blazing glory and I'll fight to the tooth and nail with you. I'll stand up for what I believe in. But, but if you believe in it, stand up for it. But if they're coming up with these foolish arguments, they're coming up with just stupidness, the grass is blue because they think it's blue, stay out of it. Stay out of it. Don't stir the pot. Number three, don't minimize their feelings. Listen. Guys, it tells us in Philippians 4 and 5, it said, let everyone see that you are considerate in all things you do. Be considerate. There's times that, especially when we're in these moments and we're arguing and family's there and, and they're in these heated discussions because they don't like who this person voted for and they don't like who that person voted for. They don't like the color of their shirts. They don't like the fact that they don't wear name brand clothes. They don't have the brand new car and they start these stinking arguments and they start belittling each other. God doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to be considerate to all those around us. That's why at Medic Church, we're big on being considerate uh, of, to others. And we tell you guys all the time, everyone, this is a church where we want everyone 
to belong, where we all can come together and let God restore the brokenness in our life. Why? Because I've been to churches where they've cast, you know, they throw you out on the street or have nothing to say to you because you didn't fit their demographic or you didn't fit their the way that you should look or you, they maybe didn't wear uh, nice hair the way they wanted you to or wear nice clothes the way they wanted to drive a certain car. Sometimes our, our families can be mean because they pull up that filing cabinet. They know everything about us. Sometimes they think they know everything about us. They really don't know nothing about you at all. But we got to be considerate of other people's feelings. That's in anything that we do. If somebody's having a bad day when you go down to the restaurant. Excuse me. Just It's as hard as it can be. Be considerate to that person. Well, they gave me crappy service. They come over there. That might be the worst day of their life. But by you showing just a little bit of godliness to them, showing that same love that God would show us, may make a difference from what they may do later on in that night. So I want you guys to be considerate. Don't minimize their feelings. Don't, don't, don't say, oh, well, they're always like that. They're always, they're always up on their, their, their A game, and, and they can't, ooh, they think they're so much better than me. And take all that out of the picture and just say, hey, listen, God loves you. I'm going to love you like God loves you. Because I feel like that's what God's true purpose in this life is, for us to share the light of God and share the message that God would and love us just like he, does, he loves us and forgive like he's forgiven us, even when it's hard. Number four, don't shut down the conversation. Wisdom allows discussion and is willing to yield to others. Now, I have what they call pastor syndrome. <laughs> and so in my house... A lot of times, we'll be talking, me and Tasha will be talking, and we'll be talking about some stuff, and Tasha will cut me off. And she start asking questions. I'm like, well, Tasha, if you let me finish talking, I, you, know what, you know what I'd be trying to say. I'm trying to get to that. She's like, well, if I don't stop you from talking, you're going to keep talking, and I won't ever know. This conversation happens all the time in our house. I love to talk. I will talk to you. I don't meet a stranger. Tasha will tell you, I never meet a stranger. I'll go here in a little bit, and we're going to eat, and I'll sit down. I don't even know who we're going to have as our waiter or waitress this afternoon, but guess what? I'm going to treat them just like I would they're my best friend. Why? I don't want to spit in my food. <laughs> no. but, but that's how God would be. I truly believe that if God would walk in and Jesus would walk in somewhere and sit down to eat, he would treat them with the most up respect and love them. But, but, but I would have conversations. I'm a conversation starter. Hey, I like that shirt you got on, man. Where'd you get it from? It's tank top. It's cool. He looks ripped. Looks like he's worked out. Man, you look awesome. He's a cool guy. Tells us in Proverbs 18 and 15. It says, intelligent people are always open to new ideas. In fact, they look for them anywhere and everywhere you look for those new ideas. We've got to be constantly looking for new things. That's why here at Minute Church, we're constantly trying to do different things. You guys see the new stage design that we've done for this series? Why did we do that? I could have just left it alone and left it the same old, same old. Because we're looking for something new, something fresh. Why do our songs always constantly change and are different? Because we want something fresh. Why don't we sing hymns and the stuff like that? Not there's anything wrong with that stuff, but we were looking for something fresh and new. Why do we give you a life-giving message and we don't just sit up here and scream and holler because we want something new and something fresh? 
The God hasn't changed and since the beginning of time. The Bible hasn't changed in over 2,000 years, but the method of delivery has. That's why we do what we do. But we're open to hear, and we're open to hear things. So if you guys got any suggestions what we can do better or what you like to see here besides Redback Henham, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. We're open to new ideas. We love, love hearing from you guys. And we love, love God. We're passionate about what we're doing. Number five, don't emphasize their mistakes. Some of y'all need to burn that filing cabinet up. Y'all need to get rid of it. Y'all need to dispose of it. Y'all need to put some TNT on it like he did in the, the uh, Coyote movies and blow it up and that way push stain it goes everywhere. Get rid of it. Because sometimes we just want to emphasize, hey, they were always like that. They were always that way, and they're never going to change. They're always going to be there, and they're always going to be doing this and doing that, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You can pull that filing cabinet. We'll see. He did it in March. He did it in April. He did it in June. He did it today. I mean, he's not going to change. They're not going to change. And that's what drives some of our families insane. Well, I ain't going to do this because of that. And they emphasize on the mistakes that were made. Tells us in Proverbs 17 and 9, it says, Love forgets mistakes. Nagging about them parts the best of friends. I want y'all to hear that again. For love forgives mistakes. Nagging about them parts the best of friends. If we constantly, me and Tasha constantly bring up mistakes that we've done in the past, and we nag on them things. It's going to separate two good friends. Y'all talk to my best friend in the world. I love you so much. She's so cuddly. She's so precious. I love her so much. I've been coming all the time. I told her, when it, I said, hey, when, we, when, we start, when I start preaching, I said, your substance, substance to all, any and all messages that are preached. <laughs> but we don't nag on the mistakes that we've done. We've had to learn how to communicate and talk about things and hey, and learn from them and move on. Even though sometimes she wants to pull them things back out, we shut it back and, and we I try to set it on fire all the time. <laughs> but love, 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 love your families, even if they made a mistake. I don't have to my knowledge that I know of on the, my present immediate family, I don't know any of them that's done any horrible, horrible things. But I know mistakes that they've made. And you know what? It happens. We've all done stupid things in our life. And we've all fallen short of the glory of God. Every one of us. But it's because of the love of God is why we can move on and we can move to the next day. And we can keep living. It's because of God's love and mercy. This song that we sang early, Oh How He Loves Us. And then we talked about singing the other song, We Fall to His Grace. It's because God truly loves each one of us. We've all, again, made mistakes, but it's not to emphasize on those things. Forgive and move on. And I'm going to close with this. Don't disguise your intentions. See, wisdom is wholeheartedly and straightforward and sincere. See, I want you all to see this. Jesus is the key that opens all the hidden treasures of, of God's wisdom and knowledge. When we tap in to God's wisdom, man, that's the, one of the greatest things that we can tap into. 
I would much rather you just be completely honest with me. I ever would you either ghost me. <laughs> anybody, everybody know what ghost is? I send you a message, I never hear from you. I call you, I never hear from you. I'd rather you come up to me, punch me in the face, and tell me you hate me than I ever would you just ignore me. Like you want to just tell me what upsets me and hurts me is you to ignore me. I'd rather you tell me your intentions. My intentions are always straightforward. I'm going to tell you, hey, this is what I want. This is what I'm, you know, especially in the church. Hey, guys, this is my vision. Here's our vision for the church. Y'all ready for this? I want to create an atmosphere where everyone belongs. Why? Because I've been in places where you haven't been accepted. You haven't been welcomed. You haven't been loved. And here at, church, here at this church, we're going to build relationships with our community and surrounding areas. So why do we want to do that? Because we're giving you our true intentions. Because we want to love you guys just like God's loved us. My family, I'm straightforward with them. My girls will tell you, I've never lied to them. If we go do something, they were getting their ears pierced. And, and they said, was it going to hurt? Yeah, it's going to hurt. <laughs> for a brief moment, I never had a piercing, but I know that, I mean, they're injecting a needle in your ears that's going to hurt to me for a moment. If you, I, Daddy, what happens if I don't do this? Well, you're going to go to the hospital and they're going to do this, 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 and this. I'm honest with them. I'm open, and I'm going to tell them the truth. I'm not going to lie to my kids. I just I told Tasha from the beginning, I said, I'm not doing it. Why? Because I want to be straightforward with them. I'm not going to disguise anything from them. They want to know within reason, I'm going to tell them. <laughs> Where the babies come from, they don't quite need to know the full things from that yet. But within reason, I don't disguise nothing from them. And I want to encourage you guys, don't disguise things from your family. If you be, give them your true intentions, your true love, your true support. Don't just use and abuse them. Don't just take them, hey, you only call me when you need me. If you discover those true intentions, begin to pray and seek after God and love them. Because this year, or in this next few weeks, we're going to talk about family vacations. We're going to talk about some different things. Sometimes when we get in these cars and these vehicles that we're in, sometimes these things want to start happening because we start getting irritable. We start getting these, the devil starts getting into our minds saying, you know what, this child or, or my spouse is driving me insane. She's driving me nuts. She's starting to bring up all these things in the past. Now I'm getting angry. Now she's starting to stir the pot or I'm starting to stir the pot anymore because she's done brought up things in my past. Now she's trying to show me her true intentions or I'm trying to show my true intentions to her. But we have to learn to forgive and to love. And that's what I want you guys to take away when you drive your families, in, when you're trying to drive your families crazy, always show them the compassion, love, and support, just like God would with us. You guys, don't mind if you'll stand with me this morning. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this day. I want to thank you for everybody's here. God, God, I want to thank you for your tender, your love, your mercy, God, God for loving us for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for us. God, when our families are driving us crazy this summer as we're going out on vacation, God, God, let, help us to come back to our mind to show them that love, support, and compassion. Help us not to stir the pot. Help us not to, to try to disguise any intentions that we have, God. God, help us to minimize on things, God. Help us to be considerate of people's feelings and our family's feelings. And help us to forgive mistakes that we made. And, and 
God, if somebody don't know you today, let them know. All they have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. God, so I can live forever with you in paradise. God, when the road gets hard and the enemy tells me that this prayer means nothing, God, remind me that it means everything. And help me on this new journey that I'm on. In the name I pray, amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.